and welcome to the first ever episode of D&D Talks. Here's your host and fearless DM, Archie. Hi, I'm Archie. I'm a human. Quarantine sucks. It sure does. Okay, so as this is our first podcast, we're going to get to know Archie a little bit better. So Archie, who or what got you into D&D? My sister got me into it. She introduced me to this podcast and then it went from there. Can you tell us a bit about the podcast? The podcast was this family who probably got, bo- probably got bored one day and decided to let's make a D&D podcast. Do you remember what it was called? Uh, the Adventure Zone. Cool. And do you still listen to it? Yes. Excellent. So that's a little recommendation for yes. people, do you think? listen to The Adventure Zone. All right, there you go. That's your first piece of homework, listeners. Mm. Listen to The Adventure Zone. So how long have you been playing? About 10 months, maybe, give or take. Okay, and where can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, I play at school with my friends, and we never get enough time. We only get a break. To, uh, we only get lunch time. It's never enough. I think you can play for hours, and it's still never enough. No. <laughs> do you play like every day at school, or just we when you try to? But some days they do homework, and sometimes I just never find them. That's fair enough. Okay, so what do you prefer? Do you prefer playing a character, or do you prefer DMing? Well, I've mostly pl- be, I've mostly been a DM. I've done a little bit of being a player, but honestly, I prefer DMing because you know what's going to happen, and if you're annoyed with your friends, you can make their experience horrible, like I did. <laughs> but if you're a player, you don't know what's going to happen, and it's more exciting. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So basically, what you're telling me is that you kind of like playing God yes. a little bit as a DM. You like yes. that control. Yeah. But if you had, say, someone else was DMing mm. and it was a new yeah. campaign and you really wanted to get involved, yeah. do you have a preference about the type of character you like to play? Honestly, I'd prefer, I won't really mind the cl- uh, race, but I'd love to be. Uh, but I'd like to be a wizard. I prefer being wizards. Okay, why is that? Because they can make spells, they can throw stuff, but also they can carry weapons and do some sort of fighting. Yeah, so they're quite a good all-round yeah. character, aren't they? That's cool. I generally play a rogue. But I do like to be a magic user as well because mm. they're, they're fun, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, they are fun. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit about the campaigns that you run? Uh, I have... Um, the first campaign I did was uh, me, uh, pretty much me being starting to be. So I pulled things from books. I just made stuff. Right. I mostly used like books and pulled different bits from books and made it all into one big thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah pretty much drag some friends along. So that's pretty cool. So you make yeah. up your own campaigns. That's yeah. quite an intensive thing to do, Not isn't it? Not very well. Not very well. Yeah. Are you finding that you're learning yeah. a lot as you go? Yeah. Have you ever run a campaign that's been written already, something pre-published? I did a little bit, but it's very confusing because it's not, this is what you do, it's more, you can do this, you can do that. Mm-hmm. It gets a bit confusing at times. So you prefer to kind of have that control over yeah. it so that you know where it's going? Yeah. Have you got any top tips for anyone that wanted uh, to create their own campaign? Uh, listen to podcasts or, and read books, get ideas, have a good imagination and just have fun with it. Yeah, I think that's really good mm. advice actually, isn't it? It's about enjoying it. Yeah, and look around and say, you see there's a book, then say, just use the book. If there's a chair, use the chair. <laughs> yeah. Good. Do you have like a, fi- um, a favourite time zone, like in history, um, that you like to set your campaigns? Currently, the one that I'm currently writing is all is future. There's robots, and mm. they've only realised they've been stuck inside from, from this, and it's now 2024, and they've realised they've been stuck inside for four years. But the, the only tech is robots, and there's horses and carts still. 
Oh, that's interesting. So you're kind of like mixing the two together. Yeah. So do you still have magic users and everything yeah. as well? Yeah, but there's the only thing that's high tech is robots. Mm, interesting. Sounds like a good campaign. Mm. Um, have you got any advice for people that want to start playing? Because I think it can be quite a daunting yeah. world, can't it? Doing Find friends, like watch videos on how to do it. And if you can't, just beg your friends or get your family to play. <laughs> I should have done that really, but yeah. So are there things that you would do differently yeah. if you started again? Yeah. What would you do? I'd, uh, I would get my, I'd ask my family to do it with me. I would watch up. I'd listen to podcasts. Well, I'd listen to more than one. And I'd take my time. I wouldn't just come to school one day and be like, okay, who wants to play a D&D game? That's lucky some of my friends knew sort of what it was, so they were okay. more into it than others. So do you feel like you've kind of learned as a group as you've gone along? Yes, and we've had members, we've had to lose members because they're all annoying each other, and yeah. <laughs> that can happen with D&D though, can't it? Because yeah. you can't, you become very invest, invested in your characters yeah. and sometimes you take things very personally when yeah. they're not personal. Mm. Once uh, we, we were all getting annoyed with this one person, so because I was DMing, I, I, I made... I, they one of them had to go and get a pig and I made and they all made him get a pig and I made his magic suit uh, magic cloak suit not work and then he turned in to candy floss oh that is harsh and then he died I've come across merely a gelatinous cube I think it's fair to say in my time playing D&D okay well thank you to that little peek into your life as a dm and we will catch up with you soon um we're looking for guests so if anyone would like to get involved and chat to archie that would be really cool you can contact um me probably through my bookshop if you contact me through my email it's info at chickenandfrog.co.uk and um, maybe we can start to get some interviews going. But otherwise, we will see you again very soon. Yeah, we're going to be reviewing some really cool D&D books soon, thanks to Penguin Random House. Thank you very much. We love you. <laughs> we do love you. It's very sincere we love. Um, and we will be back with you very soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hello, and welcome back to... D&D Talks. Okay, today we are going to be talking about some different character classes. First up are bards. Archie, what can you tell me about the equipment that they carry? Well, they tend to travel light with mostly no armour. Alright, interesting. Do they have a special form of magic? They mostly use music to enchant people to get them to do their bidding. And is that always a musical instrument? It could be by singing, it could be by dancing. Me too. Well, actually, I think three out of the three. So, are they kind of um, the entertainer of the group? Yeah, they travel from town to town. Oh, that's interesting. Um, do they have particular weapons that they favour? They mostly carry hand weapons, like hand crossbows, hand axes. I guess that's because they travel quite light, yeah. so they need to make a quick getaway. Yeah. <laughs> so, what kind of a person do you think you need to be to play a bard? You need to be someone brave, so you can sing out in front of your whole group, and then, like, maybe in a piece of quiet, and then you should finally start singing. Yeah, so you have to be quite kind of the extrovert, really, don't you, to play yeah. a bard, and be prepared to make a bit of a fool of yourself. Yeah. Would you play a bard? 
no, I'm already the fool of my group, even when we're not playing. So. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't play a bard either. It would be terrible. Would I'd clear the room. No, no, I don't agree with you being a fool. I agree that I wouldn't play a bard. <laughs> oh, I'd never say that about you, Archie. Thank you. That's okay. All right, so second, clerics. So how do you become, what's kind of like the backstory for a cleric? You're chosen by your god, so it's only people that your god has feeling, oh, he'll be good. He'll be a good healer. He can be trusted. And he is willing to run around with no armour. So you've got to be quite brave to be um, a cleric, haven't you? And have, yeah, quite a blind faith, would you say, yeah. in your god? Yeah, because you, you feel like, okay, if you let me down, if I die, it's all your fault. Again. <laughs> that is fair enough. It's quite a lot of responsibility. Um, what is unique about a cleric? So if you look at a cleric, how do you know they're a cleric? You can tell they're a cleric because they have a holy symbol on them. It could be something they carry, it could be something they wear. And it just proves that they aren't, they're, they're just, they're not a randomer. They're there for a mm-hmm. purpose. Oh, good. So, yeah, they have a real clear purpose. Do they fight for themselves? No, they fight in their God's name. They don't find fight for honour, they don't fight for glory, they fight for their god. That's really interesting. Do there, are there any particular weapons that they favour? They mostly it? use weapons that are seen in war on the battlefield, like swords and hammers and crossbows. So would you say that a cleric is quite an accomplished fighter? Yes. Okay. Do they? Is there anything else that they carry? They can carry crossbows. Think I've mentioned that. Okay. You said about holy symbols, is there anything else? Bible books. Okay, so they're quite a kind of a well-educated yeah. character, aren't they? Yeah. And pretty powerful, pretty formidable, really. Yeah. Have you ever played a cleric? No, but I've seen my, some of my friends have, and they don't know what it is. So <laughs> they're the healer of the group. Because they didn't know what it is, I just made everyone take damage except him, so I could figure it out it's still in mind. <laughs> I've played a cleric, and they're a great great characters to play but they're quite complicated you need to get to grips with quite a few different things to play cleric i have to say sadly i will admit this now archie to you that my cleric is in the infamous book of the dead so um she didn't she didn't make it she didn't make it okay the last character class we're going to talk about today wizards my favorite hopefully i can be one one day a real one so do wizards wear armor no because they feel like they should run around be free and so they can fling their spells so they're pretty confident character then if they're no armor yeah okay can you tell us about the weapons that they use apart from magic they have light weapons like like crossbows like quivers Okay. Quarterstaffs. Quarter yeah. So they're pretty cool, aren't they? You imagine like a wizard with a flowing robe and just looking pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, are they like super powerful to begin with? Well, it depends. They start off with six spells that they know, but as they grow, as they grow up in levels and get more trained, they get more better spells. Okay. So it kind of like builds over time. It's one yeah. of those characters you have to be quite patient to be a wizard, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Can they, um, once they say they've got six spells, yeah. can they use their six spells whenever they fancy it? Well, they only have a certain amount to use. They only have a certain amount of cantrips. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have, I think, they have one or two that they can use but as many times as they like in a day. But I think only things like one or two and the only ones I can sleep. Yeah, so quite simple yeah. things. So would you say that a wizard is quite um, a beneficial character to yeah, have within a party to have because they can cast shields and stuff while your cleric hopefully heals people 
Ah, so they're quite good to tag team, aren't they, yeah. Cleric and a Wizards? Good. So out of those three, if you had to choose, Archie, so you've got Cleric, Wizard and Bard. Mm. That was it. That's all you could choose from. Yeah. What would you choose? What in real life and the game? Let's go for the game first. Wizard. <laughs> Why? Because they can do a lot more stuff. They can throw spells. They can protect people. And you know, if, you, if you've done a good job as a wizard, everyone else would hopefully... Well, everyone would have had the chance to be alive. Okay. Died. And in real life? Or wizard. Still a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. that would be pretty cool. Everyone would like me and I would probably be cool. Oh, would it be like or fear? Or is that kind of... Probably both. Both, and that's that's what we're going for, is it? <laughs> no more homework. <laughs> so you could just put a spell on your teacher and be like, ta-da! No homework for Archie. Yeah, I like your thinking. Right, we have come to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining me again today. We'll be back next week, hopefully, with some more D&D um, talk. We've got some beautiful books. Thank we'll you very, very much, which we will have a look at. Um, if anyone wants to get in touch with us, then they're welcome to do so, and we can have a think about what we're going to chat about next time. We will see you then. Over and out. Bye, guys.